Yo, what's up? It's Jay, and this is my peculiar mind. <laughs> okay, that might have been too wild of an intro. I might have to work on that. I might have to work on that. But welcome. I'm creating a fucking new podcast. It's going to be an interview style podcast. I'm going to be interviewing people from clowns to Mormons to hypnotists to my daddy. Um, I can't believe I just called my dad a uh, daddy. You know, it's actually interesting. I was just home for Christmas and um, I was in bed going to leave actually I was gonna go to the airport that day my dad came in the room and he was like hey son I gotta go to work have a good flight home back to Phoenix I was like love you daddy I my subconscious called my dad daddy I haven't called him that for years now and I don't know really how he felt about it I don't know if there was some weird vibes in the air but Anyways, like I was saying, the new podcast is really just going to be me talking to people about their lives, a little bit about my life, and just gaining new perspective on the world as we know it. You know, I love talking to people. I love getting to understand what makes a person tick, and that's kind of what I want to do. I want to talk to cool people that have done cool things or things that are interesting to me and really give it to the people so that you guys can listen and you guys can enjoy and maybe gain a new perspective on life through our conversations. So the first podcast is dropping May 1st, 2023 which is my birthday. I'm turning 29 on that day. So if you want to give me a birthday gift, all you have to do is just download the podcast that day and give it a listen. It's going to be great. It's going to be a great episode. It's going to be a vibe. We're all about vibes on this podcast. Vibes, 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 vibes. Anyways, let's talk a little bit about today. So when I thought about doing a teaser episode or I would like to call it a prologue episode, I thought really hard about what story I wanted to tell you. And I came to the conclusion that I wanted to talk about my peak. I thought that that would be the most fitting. See, most people, they peak at the age of 45, maybe 50, right? That's when they're at the top of their career. They're making maybe the most money they've ever made in their life they have a nice family they're living their best life i mean some people they might peak at 90 you know if you're listening to this podcast now and you're 90 years old and you're fucking peaking at this moment probably because you're listening to me that's probably why you're peaking at this moment but if you are that person if you are that person damn you did it right bro You literally went uphill your whole fucking life and never looked back. That shit, like, you might die soon. You you might come to a crash very hard. If you're peaking at 90, bro, the way down is death for you, you know? That's going to be the low point, you know? For me, it was a lot different, though. For me, it was actually quite the opposite. See, thing about me is that I peaked at four. Yes, I peaked at four years old. And I want to talk about that story. Because if you think about it, 
If somebody peaks at four years old, they must have lived the best first four years of any human's life in the history of humans. That's right. That's what I did. I had the greatest first four years of any fucking human. I know, I know, I know what you're thinking. Jesus had shepherds at his manger. He had wise men come and give him frankincense and myrrh. Fucking dope. I had more. I had fucking more. And that's what I want to talk about. That's the story I want to tell. And the best way I thought to tell this story is through pictures. So if you haven't done so already, please go to my Instagram account. It's J Austin Felix. That's J A Y A U S T I N F E L I X. Go to my Instagram account and look up my 2022 post. I have 10 pictures there that will tell the story of my peak. And I think they do a really good job at doing that. So, okay, let's begin. So I know the first photo must be shocking for a lot of you. You know, whoever knew that I used to be a pimp, right? Fucking crazy, insane. But yeah, I wasn't just an ordinary pimp. I was one of the best of all time. I mean, pimps today still talk about my pimping back in the day. They say it's hard out here for a pimp when you got to pay the money for the rent. Well, guess what, bitch? I didn't pay rent. My daddy and mommy did. So I was living the good life. I was pimping for free, bro. I was pimping for fucking free. And these girls in this photo, they really meant a lot to me. I mean, yes, they were my hoes, but they were also, you know, the loves of my life. And I really cared about them. And I wanted this photo to be the first photo because I feel like this encapsulates my peak. I believe this photo was taken shortly before I turned five and my decline began. So I wanted to start here. I wanted to start at my highest point. And I wanted to talk about each of these girls too because you know what? Like I said, they meant a lot to me in my life. I feel like they affected me greatly. And you know, let's just go through them. So let's start with the girl to my left in the picture. You're right, okay? Her name was Anastasia. And she was my bottom bitch. Oh, well, I guess that's a little disrespectful to say now. So you know what? I would say that she was my prize Actually, I was going to say prized possession, but now I'm thinking about it. That's probably a little fucked up to say, too. She was just, you know what? She was the one that got away from me. Honestly, I'm still very sad about it. Uh, she left me shortly after I turned five and everything collapsed. Um, so it's kind of sad. But before that, she was super loyal, super smart. I just loved her so much. Below her... You have Sabrina, and Sabrina was definitely the thinker of the group. She broadened my horizons. She taught me how to play hide-and-seek, which is fucking sick. Like, that's such a clutch game to learn, especially as a kid. So anybody teaching you that, you know, it, 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 it's deep in my heart. I, I really fucked with Sabrina for that. Um, but below her, you have Brittany. 
Britney was a troublemaker of the group, and that's why I fucked with her so much, because I like deviant-ass shit. I like the fact that she would cause drama between the girls. She would steal somebody's lollipop and blame it on another girl, and then they would all be fighting. You can just see it in her face. Like, she's scheming. She has that side smirk, bruh. She, she's already starting drama in the group. You could just fucking tell, bro. Um, sitting right in front of me, you have Kimberly, but I used to call her Kimmy. Uh, and Kimmy was just the nicest and sweetest girl. She would always bring me an extra juice box. She would always brighten my day. She would walk in the room and just give me a smile. And if I was down crying or if I was in timeout or something like that, it, it would just it would just boost my mood. And I just, you know, Kimmy was just the shit. She was love, you know. Next to her, to the left of her, you have Danny. And Danny, to be honest, used to be my bottom bitch. But I met Anastasia, and that's why, as you can see in the photo, Danny's a little salty. And Danny, I feel like, was the main culprit in crashing my empire. I think that I got her to feel a little bit salty about the switch to Anastasia, and she talked to some other people, and when I turned five, she kind of fucked me over. But that's a story for another day. Then... You have Jessica and Samantha, and honestly, I didn't really know them that well. They had just gotten into the group at that point, um, so I didn't really build a strong connection with them. But they were cool. I vibed with them. Um, they were all chill. But as you can see, all, all of the girls in this photo, they have their, their arms crossed, and you might be wondering why. Why is that? Why, why do they have their arms crossed? Well, let's just say that they knew that handcuffs would be involved eventually. Yeah, I'm going to just leave that there. Let's move on to the next photo. Okay, this next photo was taken when I was three months old. That's right, three months old. You know, my dad is an Indian man. You might be thinking, oh, snake charmer. No, my dad was a fucking baby charmer. I look like I could be a trapeze artist with that balance. In fact, Circus Olay actually reached out to my parents and asked them for me to come on tour with them. But unfortunately, I was training for the Olympics at the time. I ended up winning 23 gold medals at the 1998 Botswana Toddler Olympics. I was a fucking professional. I was Michael Phelps and Simone Biles combined. I did it all. Any competition, I fucking won it. I was basically a beast, and I represented America greatly. In fact, you can see, if you zoom in closely in the picture, you'll see little sailor hats on the outfit that I'm wearing. I was actually gifted that by the Navy SEALs. They were trying to recruit me at such a young age. Yes, again, I was only three months old at the time. I was just such a beast that they thought that eventually I would be one of the best in the military unfortunately in high school they rescinded that offer because they realized that i was a scumbag at the time not a scumbag but just a fucking loser um but you know it's the rise and fall of me anyways let's go on to the next picture so i was a model uh that picture was taken for the september 1997 issue of baby rs magazine at the time, I was actually in the process of winning America's Next Toddler Model. Unfortunately, the show was canceled about three years after this picture was taken, uh, mostly because they couldn't find somebody to compete with me. Uh, Tyra, she had to fucking cancel the show. She was like, you know, we found the best 
toddler model of all time. I don't know if they can compete anybody else. You know, all these new coming kids, they're all ugly as fuck. So, yeah, sad thing is they ended up having to cancel the show. All right, the next picture. Just take a moment with this next picture, okay? Just just look at me right now. That kid fucked. That kid fucked, bro. What a fucking stud. I mean, I look like a fuckboy in the photo, but honestly, I probably was a fuckboy. I'm with my sister. She's living her life. But, I mean, as you can see, there's weights in the background. I was lifting weights at the time. Um, I was actually stronger then than I am now. I know that doesn't make any sense, but... It's the truth. I mean, I just like this picture because I'm just a fucking stud. I mean, what a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful kid I was. All right, the next picture. Oh, I love this fucking photo. I love this photo. So I was in the nose pickers gang. Uh, we kind of ran the block. Um, my sister introduced me to the gang. She kind of jumped me in. Um, I mean, we would pull hair. We would bite. Um, we would do everything. As you can see, my sister has a loaf of bread in her hand. We actually just jacked that from some kids down the street right before this picture. We're throwing up our gang signs. We're representing. Um, the, the way to throw up our gang sign, the nose pickers, um, you would you'd pick your nose and then eat the boogers because that's just what we did. We would just show our dominance over other kids, stick out our tongues, Show them what we're about. Usually our tongues would have some color on them because we were eating either a popsicle or a lollipop or some flavor thing that made our tongues different colors. Um, we would always steal your candy and take your lunch money. So nobody really fucked with us. Um, like, fuck they people fucked with us, but they didn't fuck with us, if you know what I'm saying there. You know what I mean? Because there are a lot of people fucked with us, but they didn't, they didn't really fuck with us yeah if that makes any sense to you at all i'm not sure at this time but yeah i mean you know look at the outfits too the outfits are fire bruh the outfits are fucking fire dude i don't know we we ran shit we were fucking dope we were fucking living our life all right the next picture let's see what we got here oh this was my initiation day this is when I was on some Jeffrey Dahmer shit. I bit a kid so bad he started fucking bleeding. I ripped out his fucking arm skin. I literally ripped out his arm skin. And you can see my sister, she's like pumping me up for it too. I mean, it was my initiation day. So, you know, when you when you get initiated into a gang, bruh, you, you got to go all out. You can't be a pussy about it. You got to fucking go all out. You know, if they say bite a motherfucker till his skin comes off, you bite a motherfucker till his skin comes off. And that's exactly what I did. Again, on some Jeffrey Dahmer shit, I feel like I low-key inspired Jeffrey Dahmer, even though Jeffrey Dahmer came before me. I think that he had a vision of what I was going to be. And he was like, shit, bro, I think I need to be him. So, yeah, people were scared of me, bro. I was a killer on the block, dude. You people didn't fuck with me, man. Gosh, dang, dude. Holy fuck, the good old days, the good old days. All right, let's go to the next. Oh, wow. Okay. The next picture is a, 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 a definitely a big change from that last photo. Um, you might be like, Jay, why are you in a skirt and why are you covering your nipples? Well, the funny thing is, is that when I was a kid, I was an activist. You see, 
back in the 1990s, a lot of the LGBTQ plus community was not represented in the media. And as an athlete, as a model, as a gang member, and as a pimp, I felt that it was my duty to show that all people should be accepted no matter how they are. So I stood in solidarity with the trans community back in the day by wearing the skirt and covering my nipples. Um, I feel like I was ahead of my time on that because, I mean, it definitely it definitely ruffled a lot of feathers, you know? It ruffled a lot of feathers. People didn't want to see that. People really didn't want to see that. And to be honest, I think that this probably caused a lot of discussions in my family on my own sexual orientation. I mean, there was questions up until I probably, like, I don't know, like... I mean, to be honest, there's still questions today. There's still questions today that people talk in my family. They're like, you know, Jay, it's okay. If you're gay, you can come out. You know, they tell me that. And, I, and I'm and i like, I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a straight heterosexual male, uh, cis male. You know what I mean? And um, I don't know. So there was a lot of blowback for this, like I said. But, you know, I stood strong with my brothers and sisters. Um, and, you know, equal rights for all. That's what I believe in. And yeah. Oh, and something else that actually came from this photo, at least this is the rumor on the street, is Harry Styles actually saw this photo. And because of this photo, he decided to wear a dress as well. So I kind of started that trend um, for, again, heterosexual males to, to wear skirts and shit like that. So I don't know. Kind of cool. Kind of cool. But anyways, next picture. As you can see, I've always been suspect of birds. As you can see, my mom's holding the bird. She's smiling, but I'm pissed. Because I know it's a fucking government spy. I know it's not a real animal. I know it's just a robot pretending to be an animal. You know, even back then, I I, I knew deep in my heart that, that birds weren't real. And it wasn't until probably, um, probably about college... Uh, where I took a course and my suspicions were confirmed that the government um, basically assassinated all birds and replaced them with robot drones that are spying on us at all times. So, I mean, I just added this picture in just to spread the message more and also to show that I wasn't naive even as a kid. I knew that the government was up to something when it came to birds. I knew that, like, I knew they were brainwashing us, you know? I mean, unfortunately, my mom, at the time, she looked happy. She might have been brainwashed, but I rose above that. I had a feeling just deep inside me that that shit was just fake. So, moving on to the next picture. Okay, so something about me that a lot of people didn't know is that as a kid, I had the ability to talk to inanimate objects. Um, I know it's very strange. You don't really hear about this. It's really a rare condition, actually. There have actually only been four known humans to have this condition, including myself. Uh, we are called anthropomorphists. Um, again, it's the ability to speak to inanimate objects. It's actually interesting. When I was a kid, my parents noticed that I was talking to a lot of objects and they thought it was just a normal kid thing to do. So they didn't really, 
think it was a big deal. But then they started noticing that for some reason, it felt like there was an energy coming off these objects and almost like they were communicating back to me. So they went to the doctors because they thought, oh, is there something wrong with my kid? Um, and basically, the, the doctors ran a brain scan and they noticed that there was a part of my brain that apparently gave me this ability. And um, I think around eight, um, that part of my brain actually completely disappeared. So I no longer, unfortunately, have that ability to do it. But I remember as a kid, it was pretty cool to talk to like my basketball or talk to, um, I don't know, like my belt that my dad would sometimes hit me with. I would say, you know, like don't don't hurt me too much and then like sometimes it it, it wouldn't hurt that bad but um as you can see in the picture actually uh i was actually mediating a fight with um mr freeze and batman uh they were fighting and you know i had to step in and be the mediator of the situation and i'm hearing both sides out and I'm trying to come to a resolution for them so that they just stop fighting and everybody got along, you know? That's who I was as a kid. And what a fucking nice sweater I was wearing, too. It looks like it was Christmas time at the time. Um, anyways, on to the next picture. So this is the final picture. And I just love this picture because I'm just a scholar. I mean, when I was a kid, I would just read until I slept, you know? I would just read. I was an I was an academic. I my whole life was spent learning other th or doing other things that I had to do, you know. Um, but again, I, I I remember every night I would just sit on that dirty little fucking chair there. I mean, it's not little compared to me, I guess, but it's dirty as fuck. And I would just sit on that and read that book. Um, not that one, but just a book in general. And you know what? I would fall asleep to it. I would fall asleep reading because I was just such a scholar. But yeah, that's kind of the story of how I peaked at four. And those are some pictures that you guys can enjoy. I think we learned three things today. If, we, if we're really thinking about it, we learned three things, right? First of all, I was a fucking stud, to be honest. I was, I was the shit. I was the goat toddler of all time i was i was goat toddler i am the goat toddler you know what i mean uh the second thing we learned is that if you have a baby with me it will be cute as fuck it will be cute as shit it might be one of the best looking babies of all time so you know what that's a positive you know and then the third thing we learned today is that my podcast is about to be the shit and it's gonna be great and if you have not done so already, please subscribe on Apple or follow on Spotify so that you are in the know when I drop the episode. Um, but it's coming out May 1st. So be on the lookout. I appreciate all your guys' support. Rate it, even though I haven't really dropped anything yet. Still rate it and give me a good review. Um, but again, I appreciate all your guys' support. I appreciate you listening to me talk. And let's have fun and, and you know what? Let's learn together, okay? Have a good one.